The defendant's commission of these four murders over a 10-day period is one of the worst killing sprees in the history of this state. Skin them sometimes, uh, slit them, slit them all the way open. Uh, I'm here looking for the spirits of anybody that still remains. I have a device in my hand. If you would like to talk to it, please come forward. Tell me your story. Maybe I should have killed four or five hundred people. Then I would have felt better. Then when I felt like I really offered society something. You are listening to Serial Spirits, the podcast. Tracy, what I tell you about playing the organ while I'm trying to record a commercial? Dang, my bad. Get off my nuts. Hey, Hillbilly Horror Stories fans. I'm Annie Weaves. And I'm Brendan Shea. We are paranormal investigators and hosts of Serial Spirits Podcast. We are excited to be a part of the Hillbilly Horror Stories 6th Anniversary Live Show at the Old Hospital on College Hill. We have had the privilege to investigate there, and wow, is this place active. Hey guys, it's Jerry. And Tracy. We are so excited to have Annie and Brendan with us on Saturday, August 20th at the Old Hospital on College Hill in Williamson, West Virginia. You will hear both shows do a live version of our podcast, and then everyone will get a tour of the hospital. Get your tickets today at hillbillyhorrorstories.com. And don't procrastinate, because seating is limited. Hey guys, Annie here. We're rounding out the final weeks of summer now. The last days of bonfires, campouts, late nights with friends. So what says end of summer celebration better than a summer camp? And what says summer camp better than a creepy story. Serial Spirits is inviting our listeners to Serial Spirits Summer Camp. We want everyone to send us their spookiest stories, ghosts in haunted houses, creepy cryptid encounters, UFOs and aliens, even your most terrifying true crime tales. And then as summer draws to a close, we will share your stories on Serial Spirits. If you have a story you'd like to send to us, you can either record yourself telling your own story and send it to us, or you can type it out for us to read on an upcoming episode. Once you've recorded or written your story, you can send it to us on social media, on Facebook at Serial Spirits, or to me personally, Annie Weibel. You can also send it to me on Instagram at Annie underscore Weeps. Or you can send it by old-fashioned email to AnnieWeibel at AOL.com. So, meet me at Camp Crystal Lake and gather around our proverbial campfire and share your stories with Serial Spirits Summer Camp. Now through the beginning of September, so don't wait. Send us your stories today. Hi everyone, welcome back to Serial Spirits. I'm Annie Weebs. With summer winding down and spooky season quickly approaching, I wanted to take a look at some of the stories and objects in the paranormal world that fascinate me the most. In today's serial short, 
I'm going to discuss the origins and use of one of my favorite paranormal investigating tools, tarot cards. So what are tarot cards really? How do you use them? Can you really communicate with the soul form by using nothing more than a deck of cards? The documented origins of tarot cards dates back to 15th century Europe, when it was created to be nothing more than a deck of cards used for parlor games, similar to a game of bridge. Originally called Tarocci or Terracini, wealthy Italian, French, and Austrian nobles and dignitaries would commission artists to hand-paint decks of cards to use for their entertainment. It wasn't until the late 1700s that French occultist Jean-Baptiste Ayer, or Atea, as he called himself in his works, recreated the deck incorporating astrology and introducing the four elements into the deck. In 1770, he released his first book entitled Atea, or A Way to Entertain Yourself with a Deck of Cards. In his book, he detailed spreads of the cards and assigned each a detailed meaning, both in upright and reversed card positions. Both Atea and French occultist Antoine Court penned subsequent works about tarot cards, their divinatory meanings and uses, stating that they were heavily inspired by ancient Egyptian texts, including the Book of Toth, the ancient Egyptian god of writing, magic, and wisdom. In the early 1900s, the tarot deck was updated to the version that most see today called the Rider Waite deck. Created by Arthur Edward Waite and illustrated by Pamela Coleman Smith, Waite also published a companion book called Key to the Tarot. Both Waite and Coleman Smith were members of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, a secret society formed by the Freemasons, the studies magic, occultism, and the paranormal. The latest version of the tarot deck was reprised in the 1970s, although modern-day decks have been reprinted depicting various illustrations to suit new users' tastes and interests. So how do you use a tarot deck? Personally, I think that the answer lies within the user. There are thousands of publications detailing the cards and their meanings, so I would suggest beginning by choosing a book that suits your tastes and learn about the cards. Most of these books also illustrate different styles of card spreads for various purposes and meanings. I recently picked up one that I love called Tarot by Tina Gong. It's beautifully illustrated and gives detailed descriptions of each card in both upright and reversed positions. I'll add the Amazon link to the book in today's show notes. I personally like to use tarot cards, both before and during paranormal investigations, to use intuition and gain some insight on the location that we're investigating or the information that we're receiving. I also like to use tarot on days that I feel like I need a little encouragement from the universe or to increase my own personal energy. I always begin by grounding myself and doing some type of meditation exercise to open my own senses and eliminate outside interferences. I've been asked by other investigators in the past 
Isn't tarot just for the occult? Are you afraid of using it? What if it gives you bad answers? My personal belief is that the answers to those questions lie solely within the intent of the user of the deck. If your intent and your energy is honest and true to yourself, then you'll gain the answers that you seek. On the other hand, if your intent and energy is negative, you might expect answers that correlate with those feelings. My advice for anyone interested in tarot is to read about it, understand the cards, and most of all, understand what you want to gain by using them. You never know. If you ask the universe, the universe might have a lot to say. Thanks to everyone for tuning in to Serial Spirits. Please, if you like what you hear, feel free to rate and review the show. Five stars and some nice words go a long way in the podcasting world, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Until next time, bye-bye.